everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of Token Cast. I'm your host and sometimes referee, the friendly neighborhood Zach Stapp Pearson. And today I'm joined by another of Genova's witnesses, the redheaded stepchild of the family, a one Varen Strife. Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me on. I am Baron Strife. You can find me on uh, YouTube under uh, Final Fantasy Theory, coming out with all sorts of interesting theories on Final Fantasy. Okay. Um, and for those of you who are hearing me via Baron Strife's channel, how you been? What's good? I am Zach Stat Pearson, as you already know, but my channel is called Token Cast, or if you want Token Podcast, I claim both names. But I do recognize that there's also a Brazilian crew that also has that name, despite Brazil being a Portuguese fluent country. But OK, um, I can be found on pretty much anything that involves audio at this point. I'm on Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, iTunes and possibly anything else. My distribution network is very, very vast. However, stay away from the SoundCloud. I don't hate it, but I don't update it because I don't want to pay to update it. Um, my channel is a variety channel, but primarily we focus on game theories, comical life stories, and of course, talking to, you know, gamers like yourselves, moviegoers, comic lovers. Well, we're going to talk to more of them in the future and doing interviews of various people who are involved in certain aspects of pop culture. If you truly want a channel that might have something potentially for everybody, please feel free to give me a visit. And yes, there will be more Final Fantasy theories. And look forward for the Devil May Cry versus Bayonetta video. But all right, let's get into what you're really here for. Um, as I was discussing earlier with uh, Varen, there's something I noticed that got left alone and needs to be checked in on or potentially checked in on when it comes to the realm of Final Fantasy's rogues gallery or Final Fantasy VII specifically's rogues gallery. Now, I know everyone here or who's looking at this channel knows that you're, you should expect spoilers for Final Fantasy VII related content. It's not even because it's an old game. It's because YouTube exists and it's popular. So someone's going to get spoiled regardless. But here's your little five second warning. If you do not want to be involved with any potential story spoilers, if you haven't finished the original games, if you haven't played any of the prequels, or if you're still waiting to get a full version of Remake and you've never touched anything, why are you here, bro? But for the rest of you, I hope you can enjoy this. So this theory is going to center on one blight that fell upon the world literally Genova so for those who may not remember I'm just going to do a little bit of a backstory on Genova Genova is an existence that literally landed on Midgard at least I think that's what the Final Fantasy 7 planet name is in the form of well essentially some form of a comet it left a giant crater and immediately was almost nigh indestructible. It did not die. The Citras were the first people to combat, for lack of a better term, Genova. And they immediately realized that it couldn't necessarily die, but it should probably be contained. Now, we don't know what exactly happened, but it's been implied through Aerith's drawings and even before then, just through our basic understanding of the lore and even more so in the CG sequence when the hologram, a uh, hol uh, holographic room breaks down in the Shimmer building and remake. But essentially what we can gather is when Genova landed, all hell broke loose 
And on top of it, people started seeing dead relatives and whatnot because Jenova can affect minds, as we know, and also can steal thoughts on some level and take the shapes and reshape their body to match those that have been dead. So from what it sounds like to me, from literally day one, Jenova landing on the planet, Jenova has simultaneous access to the spirit realm, a.k.a. the live stream realm, as well as access to brains of sentient beings and also access to the physical plane. That's kind of scary in and of itself on top of uh, being in an, a nigh unkillable form. So the Citra over time with the help of, well, utilization of the live stream and possibly uh, Mithra. Why do I feel like I messed up her name already? You meant Minerva. Why do I do Minerva? They found a way to engineer material or material like objects to combat Genova or hell. They may have invented weapon to combat Genova because theoretically weapon is essentially like antibodies for the planet. They're the planet's self, uh, self-defense system. And here's Genova. I don't know about you, but if Genova landed on me, I'm squatting up too. Go get my red summon cell phone and I'm calling up diamond iron, whoever else I got left for all we know, you know, there could have been an iron and a copper weapon, but guess what? Minerva, uh, not Minerva, Genova got to them too out here clapping everybody's cheeks. The whole planet basically hates you. Literally the planet and the people on it. You ain't going to win that fight. I don't care if you are immortal, but we don't know what state Genova was found in. The best I can figure is maybe something like a Shiva-like entity or a Bahamut isolated Genova and eventually Shinra found it later. And I use the term it because as far as I'm concerned, Genova doesn't necessarily have to be a being with a sex. It could have just, the most recent form it could have taken on could have possibly been a form that had a sex. There are some people that believe that Genova's most recent form was the last person she saw alive, which was, um, the way I look at it, it could potentially be, a. Uh, that would be Minerva. Minerva. In your defense, I she's am, only mentioned once or twice. And she's a secret boss that doesn't talk in Crisis Core. And I'm going to edit that embarrassing part out. Um, but yeah, Minerva could have been the last person to clap her cheeks. Also, we never see a complete functioning form for Genova. We see Genova in different forms or taking on the appearance of someone else. Always. We don't literally even know what Genova's complete 100% all organic original pieces form looks like. There's an assumption that was made that the final form that you fight uh, right before Sephiroth in the game was the original form, but it wasn't necessarily debunked, but that was just an assumption we all made. Also, that form, as we know, Genova can evolve and change and adapt over time. So for all we know, the form that you see in the container was the form before it got access directly into the live stream back when, you know, uh, Sephiroth got cut up by Cloud. Now, I know a lot of people think that the Dreamweaver fight is annoying because why am I fighting Sephiroth so many times, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm going to remind you uh, new people of something. You were already going to fight that form, but it was about three bosses ahead of itself. That form is a specific form of Genova, which is why it's called Genova Dreamweaver. It's a specific form of Genova you were going to fight on the Shinra ship that you're going to sneak on 
in Final Fantasy Remake Part 2, near the very beginning of the game, like first five hours if you're playing your cards right. Um, and when you talk to it or when you fight it and when Cloud says, this isn't Sephiroth, this isn't anything near Sephiroth's actual power, it looks at you and says, who are you? And it flies off or jumps off and it leaves behind a piece of itself as a key item. Why the fuck you would want to keep that and not, you know, burn it or freeze it? I don't know, but the characters did. And then they literally never discuss it again. Now move forward to, like I said, the penultimate boss fight. You're inside the, uh, the, the, um, mountain of bell crater. I think that's the name of that mountain. Um, uh, North uh, crater. Oh yeah. The, yeah. The crate, that crater. And boom, here's like a, a, a more, a more scary tentacle monster looking version of Genova. So you obviously didn't kill it the first time, but here's what we learned after the events of Final Fantasy VII. Sephiroth, because of his Genova related material in his body and it really his soul is capable of existing outside of the live stream. For those of you who don't know about it, there is a, a prequel of sorts to Advent Children. No, it's not Final Fantasy VII, the game. That's a part of it. But it's an audio drama series called On the Way to a Smile. Now, we learned exactly what happened to Aerith. We kind of sort of learned what happened to Zack's soul while they were in the live stream. Right? And Aerith learned and saw immediately Sephiroth and to keep away from Sephiroth. Because the thing about the live stream is that it's almost like, ironically, a washing machine. Which is kind of funny to think about. Like a soul washing machine from Dragon Ball. The way it works is there aren't necessarily more people, but people give birth to new people who can create more live stream energy and also have live stream energy in them. And when they die, their live stream energy returns to the planet and it increases its power and it goes into it goes into a circle. Someone dies, soul goes into the live stream. Eventually, new person is born, soul energy, live stream energy goes into new person. And that's how the that's how the cookie is made, right? But remember, based on the fact that Sephiroth is outside of the system, that means that by default, Genesis, Angeal, um, Genesis Angeal, Sephiroth, and Genova, the one with the most Genova sales, obviously do not exist within this system. And technically, to a lesser extent, you could also say Nero, the deep ground soldier, does not exist in this system because he can move freely through the dark live stream, which I feel like that sh that, that shit shouldn't exist. He would have been more dangerous if he could manipulate and move through regular live stream. That's all I'm saying. What if he was the guy that got Genova's ability to, you know, um, make you remember or make you see dead people that that to haunt you and stuff? They missed the golden opportunity, but, you know, Final Fantasy VII was going to get in the mood one way or the other. We all knew it was going to happen. But Zix, Namira isn't the only one reading this. It's also written by the original story writers. It's like, yeah, but Nomura has more power and influence. He's not a position of art guy who can occasionally put in an opinion. He's like lead producer. He started off as director of remake, but now he's lead producer. 
He's got a lot more influence. Let's just say that. Just going to throw that out there for those people that think no more can do no wrong. I was like, if he is a man, he can err. And to, to human is to err. And men are humans. But I digress. Now, knowing that, we know or at least we have a basic accounting for what may be going on with some of these characters. Supposedly, and this is different for different people, um, at the end of Crisis Core, uh, some people claim that it looks like someone's flying down to go get um, Zack or coming down to go get Zack. At the end of, uh, and, um, and we know that the corpses, if you can call them that, of some of the other Genova cell-infused people, like uh, Angeal, um, Laz- was it Lazard? It was Lazard, the uh, oh. illegitimate son of President Shinra. You know, I really don't want Cloud to be like Rufus's brother, but at the same time, they're really trying to push that. But that's another matter. Um, my theory on why Cloud is a Shinra. Well, I mean, I don't have a theory on it myself. It's just I find it very strange they changed the age of Rufus specifically because there was no reason to do that. Timeline-wise, there was no reason to do that. But as we've learned or found out the hard way, almost everybody who's got specifically blonde hair for some reason, they decided this, is a direct descendant or directly connected in some way, shape, or form to President Shinra. So, either uh, Claudia, I'm not calling her Claudia, that is so dumb. Claudia, Cloud's mother, is his aunt, sister, cousin, or just somebody he decided he wanted to fool around with. My personal take was that she is his sister. Um, that was my personal theory. I um, to check it out on my channel. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, we don't know much about Cloud's mama other than, you know, she aged like fine wine. But I really don't like the idea of Cloud's mom essentially smashing the Final Fantasy VII equivalent of Trump. I mean, maybe he was a pretty boy back before he got fat, but still. No matter who you are, you don't want someone you like to fool around with somebody who's not worth their time. And if there's somebody who ain't worth their, her time, it's the president of Shinra. But she'll get a lot of money. No, she fucking won't. We already learned how he handles things. He don't give a shit about nothing except what he can get and what he can get from you. And if he was done getting his dick wet, he not going to keep you around. I don't even think Rufus knows who his mom is. Like, do we even specifically know who Rufus' mom is? Does Rufus even know his own mom? See, and then the remake kind of opened a can of worms on that one because Rufus was able to see uh, the whispers of fate. So now it's like, is Rufus actually a descendant of uh, the ancients? Or did he come into contact with one? You know, like Cloud and Company did? Who knows? Well, you got to remember, theoretically, we know for a fact that Aerith... Um, Aerith's mom, who unfortunately I forgot her name. Um, I got too busy. I was too busy saying goddamn when I saw her appearance in game. Um, and also Sephiroth lived in Shinra related headquarters and whatnot. The only ones who really didn't were Genesis and Angeal. They were, you know, designated to try to appear as if they were actual 
decent human beings and whatnot, right? So, the way I see it, there's a distinct possibility that Rufus and Eris know each other or they have met. They, they obviously ain't friends, but he could have come into contact with Eris when he was like five or six. Because if, when Eris is 10, theoretically, that means that Rufus is about 13-ish, maybe 14. He could have been told, hey, we want you to be a playmate with Eris. And she could have said some douchey things to him, or she could have learned to, you know, verbally defend herself by hearing him basically be a pompous asshole as a tween or a teenager. And eventually, you know, he stops coming around. But before that, you know, she touched him. Like, there's a bunch of things you can do. But that aside, um, I think the main reason he can see the whispers, not to deviate too much, is just because people who have been removed from their original timeline, uh, destiny and fate can see the whispers because the whispers are after them. That's what I think. So it's not so much Aerith physically touching you so much as it is anyone who's been, you know, fate has been changed by Aerith and what she knows or isn't saying can now see them. That's how I look at it. Anybody who's moving off their original timeline, boom, you got to deal with the whispers. But anyways, getting back on topic. They're accounted for it. Genesis is essentially, from what it looks like, he is being used as a planetary weapon replacement, or he is used as an emergency weapon, or maybe he's being converted via the live stream into a new being or a being that is pure and does not have Genova cells or geostigma possibilities within him. It's not really clear. There is nothing that specifically tell us exactly what's happening to Genesis. Once we saw that big transformation form, then found out he's in a barrier. There's no in between telling us what, why was he there? He picks up, uh, was that Noir or Weiss? That was Weiss, which I think no longer has the Hojo soul in it. And he says, don't worry, brother. So the way I see it, he considers himself a deep ground soldier or possibly when um, Vice and Noir came to pick up, Vice and Nero came to pick up Lazarus and uh, Genesis's corpse and whatnot. Um, Cause apparently that's who those they were, but uh, supposedly they hadn't finished designing their face. That's why we didn't see them. And no, no, no. I feel like no more thought he was foreshadowing some bullshit. Um, they got brought down back in the deep ground for experimentation and they were revived in some way, shape or form. But when they were revived, they possibly automatically knew, hey, we're not messing with Shinra stuff. And that's where that container barrier may have come from. And, you know, Hojo tried to study it. But then, you know, the events of Final Fantasy VII happened, blah, 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 blah. But Genova is not accounted for in any way, shape or form. And then the pieces of Genova that we know exist, the head, the body, and whatever that weird arm tentacle thing was, that it leaves behind when you fight it in the Shinra boat. We don't have anything that tells us specifically they no longer exist. Now, there are some people that believe that, oh, well, Eris limit, uh, le uh, limit break level four or limit break level three, because, hey, I'm going to spoil some things for you. Um, Aerith has a full limit break list, but in order to access it, you either got to play the game for like almost a full month straight until she's like level 50 or something, or you have to game shark it. And basically it's healing rain. 
which is what we see at the end of Advent Children, which removes geostigma. But here's the thing. Removal of geostigma is essentially just removal of Genova cell or infection made by Genova cells, as we learned, mixing with the live stream. Well, that doesn't mean that that healing rain or whatever kills Genova or Genova cells. It just removes them from people who weren't born with them, born with the stigma. So, knowing that, seeing what happened to Kadash and that all of that stuff was really just relating to Sifroth being affected, because here's the thing, Kadash technically, and all the other ones, they're not technically 100% Genova cells. They're also part human, but I guess more like Sifroth, they're a hybrid mix. Genesis is underground, so that rain never even touched him, and I'm not even sure what Genesis qualifies as anymore. Maybe it's because he has that beast form, and unlike Sephiroth, who got affected by Genova directly, um, uh, they have a transformation that they can access if it's not corrupted by Genova, or they're not taken over mentally in some way by Genova cells too much, because they maintain their personality. Maybe that's why they had those transformations. That's what I think. So, from what I can remember in Crisis Core, um... You know, Genesis was Project G. He was the defected yeah. version, what they were coming to to get to Sephiroth because Genesis was already born when they started the Genova experiment. Yeah, and that's did, why they came up with the Sephiroth with the, uh, in vitro. With it in the womb. Yeah, in vitro, in vitro Genova fertilization, a nightmare by any other name. Um, and when it comes to um, Angeal, I think Angeal was just, they wanted to see one that was raised in a traditional family. I think that was it. And they found some people who were just desperate to have a kid. I still think him killing them was the wrong thing to do. But I also understand why he did it. But it's still fucking wrong. Um, but also, to be fair, based on what would have happened when Shinra got there, hell, they might have just ended up killing them anyway. Based on what they did in uh, Nibelheim. So, uh, it might have been a mercy killing, but, you know, we'll never know. Anyways, so now let's move into the Advent Children era because that's where this was going. There are some characters we don't know their ending and it's weird and it's annoying. L, as I mentioned, from before Crisis and before anyone asked, yes, I know you didn't play it, but there's a reason you see her or stuff like that in the uh, Ever Crisis trailer because before Crisis was a cell phone only game that Square Enix got into a contract to release. It only came out on a specific brand of phone that does not exist outside of Japan, and it was a dumb idea. But to be fair, that president is no longer at the company, and a lot of people hated him. That's why you don't know who this character is. I'll probably put an image of her on screen, or when Baron has his version, he'll put images and links to some of the stuff you can find to see this character. L had a materia that was so powerful that it instantly enhanced the entire physical abilities of whoever had it. Like this little teenage girl could block a blow and not be disturbed or shaken by a full hard super strike from Sephiroth and it actually happens like the ground cracked and Sephiroth lost his mind he didn't get scared he's Sephiroth but he literally looked at her and said how are you still alive I hit you as hard as I could or something of that nature and this is Sephiroth no one's ever seen him not take something out when he tries hard so there's her. She's not actually killed at the end of the game. And then she goes back to Avalanche. So from what I can guess, she's running the original sect of Avalanche 
which is what we find out about and see more of in Final Fantasy VII Remake, specifically the PS5 Yuffie side of things. I think that the main branch of Avalanche is still being ran by L. But we should have at least had one cutscene with her. Because up to this point, we don't know how many factions there are and who's the head of the factions and who's the head over everybody. We just have a general assumption. Now, um, that means that we now have Nero, technically, on some level, I guess. Um, on Genesis, and apparently what it looks like, Weiss is getting ready to be revived or converted into something. Sephiroth, technically, technically, are all able to exist outside of the live stream. But the only one we don't hear anything about ever is Genova. There is no official confirmation that Genova is completely removed from the planet. They didn't say the Navin children, and one of the biggest plot points was the uh, terrible, terrible S Genova transmitted disease, the JTD, that everybody is getting. Ironically, they caused a pandemic by killing Sephiroth. Damn, that's got to be ironic. And I think the only people who might even be around to stop this is Vincent, Red 13, and possibly Genesis. Because these are some of the only people who may be so far removed from being able to ha have a normal lifespan, oh wait, Lucrezia technically, that something may come of it. Because what did Sephiroth say? The world gets screwed over in the future, and we don't know where that giant meteor is coming from. Apparently that's not black materia. I thought it was black material, but we've now got a confirmation. That is not black material when Sifroff is showing people that a, a, a giant planet is coming to hit the, a giant a meteor is coming to hit the planet. Who sent that damn thing? Lavos? The only people who could possibly do it would be someone who still has the black material. But again, as we all know, we don't even know what happens to the fucking black material at the end of the game. I think because nobody remembered Genova or nobody thought Genova could come back from the state it was left in that Genova got the black material and said, no, what? Fuck everybody. I'm tired of dying. I'm tired of people slaughtering me. I'm tired of being viewed as the enemy. Fuck everybody. I'm killing everybody out here because technically Sephiroth can control Genova cells or aspects of Genova cells when they're within him. But the ones that are completely Genova cells, not Sephiroth infected cells, or I guess S-cells are what we can call them. We don't know what happened to those. Where did the head go? We don't know, but we assumed it transformed and whatnot and became the second to last boss um, in, the, in, the, in the crater. What happened to the body? Well, Sephiroth came and picked that shit up. He probably attached it to the head, duh. But if that's what he did, what the hell was that piece that was on that Shinra ship? Maybe Shinra was trying to ship the final piece they had to a different location so Sephiroth couldn't get it. We don't know. But on top of that, you keep it. Who still got it? Everything is accounted for in all of Final Fantasy from beginning to end. Even if you factor in plot holes, a lot of stuff is accounted for. With the exception of the materia, the super materia. Oh no, wait, they broke that material. Never mind. With the exception of all the pieces of Genova. How was Genova sealed away? Or where was Genova before Shinra found it? And also, who has black materia? 
Because if that meteor isn't manually just decided, you know what, I'm going to crash into Midgard, and that's Black Materia doing that, Sifroth ain't done it. Because Sifroth can only do it when he's phys in a physical form on the planet. So if he didn't do it, he wanted to, obviously, he said it in having children. Who made that meteor? And the only person I can think of is Genova. So in my head, the way I look at it, everybody who's not accounted for, everyone who disappeared, the girl from Wu-Tai who didn't go back to Wu-Tai at the end of uh, in Crisis Core, who had a crush on Zack, L, who's still alive, mind you, depowered, um, Genova, Angeal, Genesis, who are capable of some level of reincarnation or just, you know, having a long lifespan. Vincent, Red 13. These these are things that don't get accounted for once we go past having children. Sephiroth, we know what he's doing after having children. He's going back in time and he's trying to change everything in his favor. Who sent that meteor still in the future? And the only thing I can think of is at some point in time, and this is where the theory closes, because no one factored in where Genova was or what Genova was doing and also the dark live stream that Nero has access to, something has happened to where Genova got access to the black material, which is no longer accounted for at the end of the game. And no one can truly stop it. There may be some people trying to go off planet. There may be some people who just said, fuck it. We, if we going to go, I'm going to enjoy myself. But Sephiroth said, I'm going to go back in time because he's not the one who sent that meteor this time. So my only true guess is, is that Despite him being a bad guy on some level or, you know, Sephiroth being debatably torn between a corrupted good guy or um, an asshole who's just obsessed with Cloud. But that's usually when terrible writing shows up. <laughs> Nomura. Um, I think that the Black Materia is being used by someone. And since it's Genova and they can't necessarily kill Genova, everyone's trying to find a way to stop Genova because we don't know where she is. Now, with that being said, I'm going to open the floor to you and ask you what you think about the theory or what you think about who's possibly using the black materia in the future. Yeah, definitely for sure. Genova is, uh, um, she could definitely be doing it. You know, I mean, you can only take getting a sword to the face so many times before you're like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm done. Like, you gotta I'm out of here. Genova at the earliest that we know of showed up thousands of years in the past of Final Fantasy VII on Midgar. How many times has your cheeks been clapped? I would be salty even if I wasn't a psychopathic existence. Very true. And, you know, we don't know how many times Genova has done this uh, to planets. You know, maybe she has a specific timeline she likes to follow. And, you know, she's like, well, I've been here a little too long, so I'm done. Um, you know, it could have been the, the, you know, she never encountered a planet with a defense like uh, Gaia had. I mean, who knows? Um, you know, there's there's so much we don't know. And hopefully they'll do a little bit better with the remake and we can kind of get an idea. Um, definitely eagerly awaiting the uh, the part two. Okay. Um is there uh, anything else uh, you want to add before we get out of here? Um, so, uh, you know, something that I always thought about the black materia. So mm -hmm. we look at the white materia, you know, and what is it? It's clearly a, 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 a backdoor defense system of the planet to weaponize the live stream. 
Now, it doesn't make sense that the black materia would naturally exist in this world, you know, unless you had evil Cetra, but we don't really have anything that backs that up. No, there are no evil Cetra. I think, and you know, this isn't a long theory. This is more like me trying to remember what was in the game. I think the reason the black materia existed was to either hurt Genova or there was some threat after Genova or maybe before Genova that required them to make the black materia and hit something with it. But we don't really know what that is. We just know the black materia is the strongest and most destructive materia. We just know that when they made it, they was like, this is only for emergency situations. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, uh, that's really all I got. Um, Cause you know, like the, you know, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, one last time, uh, Varen, you want to tell the nice folks on token cast where they can find you? You can find me on YouTube uh, under the name Final Fantasy Theory. Um, if you want to, you can check me out on Facebook, but all of my stuff is on uh, YouTube. Final Fantasy Theory. Final Fantasy Theory, people. Hello. Nice to meet you. You know what I'm about. I'm a variety channel. Yes, there's going to be more theories in the future. I have a very, very, very long edit ahead of me for a Devil May Cry as a franchise versus Bayonetta as a franchise coming up in the near future. And like I said, I do comical life stories and I always talk to people about pop culture and try to get interviews from authors and, you know, occasional people who work within certain media and entertainment industries. So if you want to come and look at my channel, I would greatly appreciate it. I'm on the road personally, you know, to try to hit a thousand before I die. Not necessarily before the end of the year, but just before I die. So, you know, if you feel like it, uh, it's all good. Or if you just want to watch this video, that's cool too. Feel free to, you know, talk to us about future theories or say something in the comments and hit the like button. I normally don't tell people to do that, but eh, I'm getting bugged too a lot, so I'm going to start. All right. With that being said, I will see you guys when I see you guys.